0: morning happy new week i hope you guys are doing well let me adjust this whenever i go live it ends up going a bit uh, more zoomed in so happy new week hope you all have had a beautiful weekend we certainly had one of the best weekends in 2020 here we finally finished setting up this house and uh, we were able to head out to Burley Beach and spend a couple of sessions there on Saturday and Sunday. And then I was able to hang out with my kids one to one. I took my daughter on a mother daughter date on Saturday, and then we went to gold class with my son and uh, had friends over on Saturday nights for some social time and games. So, all of that. And now I'm feeling fully refreshed. And ready for another um, exciting week in business uh, from the new um, head office. Actually, I need to uh, turn my aircon on because it's getting really hot. The sunrise is from uh, this side of um, of the house, and then it sets uh, behind in the afternoons. So today, I want to talk about um, you know think, but uh, let me uh, let me open up my thing here. <laughs> Think, plan schedule action and results because it's getting certainly I encourage this to be started way earlier into the previous year like I did all of my planning in September and that's when I normally do it for the following year but I certainly think it's never too late it's uh, we're in November and um, mid-november actually exactly mid-november and you still have another six or seven weeks of the year to get this sorted and um and um you know so so that once the we click into 2021 um you know exactly what you're actioning and uh what you want to achieve and what that looks like in comparison to what happened this year now this year has been a certainly a different year where maybe you went backwards in your results Uh, because your business may not have been able to fully transition online, Um, uh, maybe because you also were a startup and um, there just wasn't as much network built up um, at this point, actually this is what we were discussing um, last week at our masterclass with my authors, is that some of them who are in the really new stages of their business or they transition to something new, it has been very difficult to get that off the ground because there hasn't been kind of that those foundations laid. Um, and therefore, you know, they've kind of just had to wait, wait it out. So really it's about now, well, uh, if this is how life is gonna be for a little while longer, how do we plan around that? How do we build that, um, build up still a network, still connect with people and generate business for our, you know, for our businesses? right so i want to go through five key um uh points in terms of uh how i go through my planning and um and how i schedule things and you know what what i do and what's the order of things that um happen as i'm doing that i'm just gonna cross check to make sure that this is all happening alive to make sure that it's um i'm not just talking to myself because the internet was really really patchy um this morning with my personal training session, and um, okay, beautiful, yeah, I think it's all happening. Excellent, excellent. Okay, so think, plan, schedule, um, think, plan, schedule, action, and the results. So let's start with the think aspect of it. So before you do anything, um, and we talked about this at Masterclass last week, is really, uh, we actually should be scheduling time for thinking, especially if you're the business owner, you want to um, be able to have times in your week where you just sit and think, or you'd go outside wherever, you know, maybe you'll uh, allocate or anchor an area in your house that is purely for thinking. Actually Walt Disney used to do this, whereby he would have certain rooms for c- certain activities. Um, you know, it might be a productivity area, which is this desk right here where I sit down, I do the work, I do the emails, that's a productivity area. Um, at this house, you know, my thinking um, place is outside on, not on the deck, but on the in the outside area. We don't have a deck here, it's just kind of an outside area. There's lots of seating, there's like uh, nature to look at, there is the pool, and um, of course, not when everyone's out there making a lot of noise, but when I can be just alone, I can just be in a more spontaneous place, if you like, because thinking, um, if we are gonna be creative, we need spontaneity. So uh, spontaneity gives birth to creativity, um, whereas focus time um, gives that birth to productivity and getting shit done and actioning and, and putting things into place. So, um, so it's really, really important that you anchor certain areas for certain activities and that you schedule Thinking time. So what do we, what are we going to do now in this thinking time ahead of any planning and, um, you know, um, actioning and all that kind of stuff? Well, you want to think of course, and reflect upon what is happening or what has happened in 2020, but also then think about, you know, do things need to change next year? Do I need to retweak my packages? Um, my office, do I need to tweak up what activities I'm gonna do, do I need to stop, oh, I love doing this. What do I need to stop doing and what do I need to start doing more of? So this is all about decluttering your time uh, on activities that are ineffective um, so that you you focus more and allow and make the room to doing uh, more activities that do bring you um, greater results. So it's really important that we are Always if not writing it down and really like measuring things by writing them down But you would know and have a sense out of where do most of your? um, Results come from and you really need to declutter the things where you're wasting a lot of time and probably effort But you're not getting as many results. Yeah so it is really important to look at what activities what am I doing Um, You know, and what do I need to stop doing and what do I need to start doing? You need to have a look at, um, uh, you know, also things um, to brainstorm things whereby, um, you know, there might be uh, new things you wanna release. I always found this Christmas, lead up into Christmas period and the January period because it was such a spontaneous time of my year to actually, you know, um, think about a new product. Think about a new program that I would launch into the new year. Everyone would like to get, in the new year, we're all motivated, you know, with this fresh new start and we want to take action on certain things, whether it's our health, but getting better in our business, education, you know. Um, you know, uh, Creating something that is going to add value to the people that you help most. So, with, just think about if every year you created something brand new that you release in the following year, how much more of assets and intellectual property you will be stacking on and building up in your business over time. Okay, so think about what new release you can create now that you have a little bit more time to, um, you know, sit down and be creative and more spontaneous. Then, well, I want you to look at collaborations and think about well, who are the people that have really helped me this year? Who are the people that I really want to connect with more next year so that I can build deeper relationships to enable that um, the birth of collaboration with them to occur as well? So, you know, is there your top three people you love collaborating with? Maybe you can have a meeting with them and think, talk about how you guys can continue collaborating in next year and who are maybe another three people that you want to, like, really get close to uh, because, of course, relationships take time to develop. So really think about who are these people and what is it? Um, what does that look like for your business, for their business, and how is it a win-win? So you're thinking about collaborations. And last of all, networking. You guys know I always come back to this one as the core um, action or activity that will build any business to, to very successful heights. And networking this year has been a virtual um, uh, option for all of the different um, events and groups and things like that. So I want you to think about, you know, what are the events that I've attended? Have they been um, effective for what I do? And have I been consistent? First of all, you gotta ask yourself, have I been consistent in building the relationships with the people in these networks and all that kind of stuff? And what have I sort of got out of it? Not just in a financial sense or client sense, But what have I got out of it in terms of, you know, my, um, uh, you know, connections to help me out in terms of how I run my business, you know, people that you end up getting help with in other areas. Like, you know, through networking, I discovered my mortgage broker, my financial advisor, my accountant, other collaborations rather than as many clients, right? But that all kind of worked out in the end because I spent the time and the effort to actually get out there and keep doing it. So so that's uh, that's one. Um, and so let's uh, recap the think aspect. We wanna think about, do we tweak up our packages? Do we, um, what activities do we need to stop and start doing? So again, thinking time. Um, and what new releases might you uh, bring out and launch into 2021 that you will create over the next six to eight weeks? What are the collaborations you've been a part of and what are some new ones you can, um, start developing, and last of all, the networking aspect. You know, what has really worked? What do I want to stop doing? What do I want to start doing, but not stop fully? If if some of your networking groups have not worked out as much, or you just don't feel they're a good match for your personality or business, then you need to pick up, when you drop one, you need to pick up another one, right? You don't just fully stop. Especially if you're, you're zero to three to five years in business, because networking will be the bloodline of relationships, opportunities, collaborations, and clients, right? Really, really, really important. Um, So um, that's the think aspect of it all. Secondly, we're moving into plan, okay, so planning. So first of all, with planning, I want you to set some intentions. When we talk about planning, we wanna uh, really commit to being consistent. Okay, commit to being consistent uh, with our plan and the activities that we're gonna put in our plan, right? Because if you are not consistent, you're gonna also have very wishy-washy results, yeah? Wishy-washy results that are like, you know, oh yeah, you know, um, it goes really red hot now and then it's like really random and, and or a dead period, right? So your intention with your plan is that you are gonna commit to consistency and that you are gonna also think about lead up times, okay? So if you wanna execute an event, a retreat, a webinar, um, you know, online online programs and things like that, you gotta think about that your plan has to work, you have to work backwards from those, um, those uh, big dates, if you like, work backwards to put your plan into effective, um, you know effectively executed because otherwise if you don't have lead-up times of, of, of activities that are going to lead in towards those um, those seminars online programs retreats whatever it is then you're not going to fill them you know not going to get the bumps on seats and therefore it'll um, it won't be as successful as it can be so always building in buffers and thinking about lead-up times now online stuff needs shorter lead up times versus offline stuff. So really when we start promoting an online event, we give it two, two and a half weeks max, sometimes seven to 10 days. When we're promoting a face to face event, we are doing a um, um, a four to six week lead up and if it's sometimes in a place where we haven't been before, it might be even up to eight weeks, up to eight weeks. Uh, and this is, I'm talking about the lower end event. If I'm talking about the higher end events, of course the lower end ones fill the higher end ones, which means the higher end one gets started to be promoted six months ahead of time with obviously the lower end ones. All right, so I just wanna cross check here on my um, computer that I am, my voice is coming through because it's really, okay, yes it is. Okay, cool, excellent. All right, so let's move on to the next one. So we've gone through Think We've, thought, uh, we've talked about plan, which is planning you know, to schedule, uh, to be consistent, but also to have um, the lead up times and to work backwards. This is why I plan in September for the following year because I think uh, planning a lot in advance um, always uh, cuts out any nasty surprises, right? So if I know what's going on, I also have the time allocated to react or respond to hiccups and to what am I gonna do here and have I got enough time to get this done or do I have enough time to implement another strategy so I can make this a success, yeah? So you gotta uh, um, got have the time or the buffers to fix something if something doesn't go according to plan or you don't have as great a response as you thought you would, yeah? So the following one is then to schedule. And I love, 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 love using two types of calendars. My week to week one, which is my little, um, uh, oh, <laughs> it's, it's my week per view calendar, uh, sorry, diary, oh, kind of there. And I can see what I've got morning, afternoon, evening, and all that kind of stuff. Of course, this is not one of those, uh, uh, not yet has been filled out. And of course, it's got a to-do list at the bottom. I keep adding on to that and schedule things. And I'm very protective in terms of what I schedule. So become very protective of what you schedule because the other mindset you need to get into is the mindset of what gets scheduled gets done. So for me, if I schedule something, it has to get done. So therefore I need to be very, very careful what I put in because you can't say yes to everything and everyone and then overwhelm yourself. Because one of the things about being consistent is making sure that you stick to your plan and you're very protective of what you schedule. So first of all, I use a wig purview, as I said, a diary that I created myself. I actually recreated this as evergreen. I'm just still waiting on the copies of the planners to come in. And then I can see what's morning, afternoon and evening. They don't make styles like this um, very much and that's why I created my own one. And so, so with that, um, the second calendar I use is the massive Sasco. Uh, one at Officeworks, that's the year purview. Uh, it's like a whiteboard and you can wipe things off and you can sort of play around until you set kind of when your activities are happening. And that's the one that kind of goes on on my wall. I don't have one yet at this house. At this house I've just got my little, um, uh, what's it called? Like a cork board and a whiteboard that I've put up on the wall here. But um, they're the two ones that I like to uh, look at because I like to look at things, you know, sort of, oh, it looks like this. So the SASCO ones, actually there's a repeat one, um, a small version one. So obviously because I don't have one in this house. So that's that's kind of what a uh, yearly one would look like. And then in these little planners, I have set aside two years worth. So this is my 2021, right, where I've scheduled all my you know, breaks, holidays, retreats, half-day workshops, whatever, number one bestseller, Amazon campaigns that I'm helping my authors with, my masterclasses, uh, school holidays, all that kind of stuff. So so that's already scheduled. And at home in Victoria is also on the whiteboard back on the wall. But as I travel, I carry, I have that version also in my little planner so that I can also look at, you know, what are the things and how can I plan around them if and should I need to. So, um so make sure that you're scheduling in your holidays that's my first thing that I actually do is I, I actually wipe out the weeks and um, the times of the year that I do uh, family holidays and school holidays and um, in addition to the planner and the scheduling I use an app called alarmed on my phone that reminds me of certain things in um in terms of what I um what I uh, what I need to be doing and and all that sort of stuff. So um, really, really, really important to work on that so that you can see it all and if, trust me, the feeling is gonna be the feeling of overwhelm when you start to um, start to, to schedule and to do things and it's gonna be crazy, all right? Um, and so, um, so just get it done and then just tell yourself just one day at a time. Just one day at a time because when you schedule so many things, you go, Oh my god, I've got to do six masterclasses, four retreats, uh 40 half-day workshops. Um, you know, and when you start to look at it that way, it's way too overwhelming, right? So you just bring it back and just go, okay, now one it's a whole year. It is it is a long time, and you will get it all done. It's just that you have to at one time you've got to spend the time just mapping it all out. So the calendar. about mapping it out as I said year per view week per view if you like do month per view as well these little um, uh, I haven't used them very much but at the start of every month there's also like a month of you of what's happening I don't use it to do to be honest I like the week per view and year per view and I just go from one one to the other and kind of flick through my pages um, because there's not enough in the little boxes to actually write in uh, what, what am I gonna do for the month. So the following one is action, okay? So now that you've scheduled everything, it's time to get to action, okay? And, um, and so many people, as I said, um, kind of like they don't take their plans, they, they take them, uh, they're, they're half-assed about their plans, yeah? you know, now if I feel like doing it now, I'll do it. And another time I I can't do it. I'm too busy. Other things have taken priority. But as I said, we need to commit to that phrase, what gets scheduled gets done. And by being protective of what you put in, you'll also won't overwhelm yourself in terms of what you need to get done. So um, start to take that um, very, very kind of seriously in your mind. And just remember that the Biggest commitment you can make is the commitment that you make to yourself okay the biggest commitment that you can make is the commitment that you make to yourself Um, so if you break that you know you're you're kind of um, what is it you're breaking your word to yourself like you wouldn't let other people down when you've promised them you're going to do something so why would you let yourself down don't do that okay because it's not a nice feeling and That is, um, you know, when you do what you say, you're also practicing uh, self-worth and self-respect. And by practicing those two things, they're key ingredients of what successful people practice and those that get and achieve their results. So remember, what gets scheduled gets done. And the last thing is then results. So when you get to the point of then seeing the fruits of your labor, yeah, what is it that I have now achieved as a result of actioning, planning, scheduling, and thinking? What is it that I have, uh, uh, you know, achieved, right? Because results will also tell us a story. They'll either tell us a story that we need to significantly change what we're doing or maybe just tweak what we're doing. And if you can start writing down from your actions, what your results are, then consistently, you'll be more accurate, so you won't be guessing. Maybe you haven't been doing that so far, so when you're reflecting upon this year, it might be a little bit of a guess, guesstimate, but when you have started to measure it, then I guess my encouragement to you from today is to start to measure your um, activities. You go to a networking event, maybe you meet with a few great contacts, Maybe you also connect with a potential client, maybe you start up a collaboration, document all of those things. Um, And I used to have this marketing activities uh, book. It was like every week I would write down what are the things that I did to um, sort of get the word out there for my business and to connect with people. And sometimes the results from your activities don't come until a bit later down the track. That's why by by having this kind of uh, um, it was one of those folders that you can file away pages and then you can flip them through, like with the little inserts. So then I could flip, flip through it easily, rather than having, say, a computer file. I always like to mix up the physical, uh, the tangible and the intangible. Like the intangible being kind of like a computer file you can open to look at your results. But sometimes that is really, um, you have to click and find the file, and look at it and update it. Sometimes just having a physical book where you can just Kind of even handwrite some of the things that you're doing. You can then flick through um, very easily and just kind of go, "Oh, this is what I need to do." Oh, this happened from this opportunity, and you're starting to document all of those different things, and it um, really makes a different um, uh, difference to how you, um, you know, how you uh, you do it or continue to do, it and what you stop doing. Okay, so marketing activities and actions that we take on our plan are not immediate. So you're not gonna be able to document a result in like a week or even two weeks sometimes. Sometimes it's months, um, sometimes it's a few weeks, sometimes six to 12 months, sometimes it could be years. Of course, going back years is, is, a, uh, is kind of like a, a long shot, you know, kind of, you're not gonna reflect and flip back through that. But at least if you're kind of looking at the results you're getting from the last three to six months of activities, then you will be able to tweak and adjust what you're doing or drop some things and um, and allow uh, other things to come into your life. Because sometimes we could just get so familiar with uh, a certain activity or going to a certain event and you're kind of you in your comfort zone, but it's really not serving you or your business. So you really need to stop doing that, um, but um, you just get used to it. So you really kind of at, at times gonna have to say, I need to stop doing this and, and start doing something else so that i can get different results so measure and then tweak your actions just like when you're um hosting any seminars or you're working with people you adjust how you do stuff you adjust your systems you adjust your um way that you interact with people or the 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 tasks that you send them so really really important that you reflect and look at those results and then and then kind of make and think again okay so we we, we've come through full circle and we're coming back now to thinking so once you've looked at your results and you're tweaking well it's about sitting again in your thinking spot and then um rethinking the package rethinking the system rethinking your actions towards it and then relaunching um the new way that you're doing stuff and and, um, and updating. So it kind of always goes in that full circle of think, schedule, plan, action, results, think, schedule, plan, action, results. So I trust that this has been of value. And this is kind of like a really short version of what I am now planning to do. Like I literally came up with this a week ago uh, as I was getting ready for our masterclass last week with my authors for our last one for 2020. And a few years back, I decided I would um, run a planning day uh, at my house, actually, for 10 people. And I would invite them and we'd, you know, feed them, water them and do a full implementation day. Um, you know, we called it a VIP planning day. Now I'll just call it a planning day. So I actually decided this year, because I've been doing everything on Zoom and it's been very effective and I'll be able to reach far and wide without needing to get people to travel. The funny thing was when we did these planning days at my house in Victoria, a couple of people from Queensland flew down purely for the day to be there, do their stuff and then went back home that that evening. So on the 3rd of December, we are, I'm going to host uh, the next planning day and it's gonna be a full day, like a nine to five Melbourne time and it's gonna have four 90 minute segments within each 60 minutes will be education, like just like what I've done for like 25 minutes right now. And um, and there's gonna be some tools so um, that I'm gonna get people to get before they are ready for this day. And I'm going to um, teach them stuff for 60 minutes and then they're gonna implement for 30 minutes. Then we're gonna have a break, and we're going to do it again for six days. So there's four lots of um, uh, 90 minute segments, if you like, 95 with half an hour morning tea, afternoon tea, and a midway hour lunch, just like any uh, any face to face seminar would run. And the things we're going to go through on this day are going to. I'm just going to read through my other. Let's do to recap. So first of all, we're also going to think about everyone's theme for the year. Theme. What's going to be your theme for 2021? Okay. And, um, and what are you gonna focus on most? For us at 2020, the theme was sales, okay? Last year it was publishing because we wanted to really like turn it into a really well-oiled machine. And so we always pick something different. It could be also a theme around your life that your business is gonna support. So we're gonna talk about what that, that looks like. Then we're gonna look at income streams and how to unpack them and how to set new targets so that you can reach your income streams. The following thing is we're gonna think about what marketing activities uh, there are and that you want to do and will do in 2021 and how many. So we're gonna be very specific around everything. And then we're gonna uh, put that plan into place. And then we're gonna do the calendar planning in the second half of the day, as well as your customer journey plan. Okay, so you know when a customer uh, starts to interact with you, from not being a client to turning into a lead to a prospect and then becoming a client and ongoing, you know, the lifetime value, what does that journey plan look like? So we are gonna do all of that. So if you're interested in jumping I'm opening this up, not just to my in-house authors, but I'm opening this up to anyone who wants to do their planning for 2021. And you wanna go through a properly organized process and do it with other people as well as, you know, get my assistance then private message me for more information and I'll send you what all of that looks like. And then we can get you organized. Um, So it's gonna be, I think it's a Thursday. I'm just gonna triple confirm for you. The 3rd of December is a Thursday, nine till five, Melbourne time, okay? And we're gonna do a massive implementation planning day. All right, so that's me for another Monday morning. I hope this is giving you some tips and ideas on how to think about the cycle of planning and execution and action and results. And have an amazing week. And like always, smash it out. Bye, guys.